One. I'm recording. <laughs> okay. Hello. We're here. We're a gut check garage of fantasy football podcasts. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Connor Bacher, his wife. Hello. Jess Bacher. Hello. And folks, how are we feeling tonight? Oh my gosh. I had a heartbreaker of a loss there, Cole. I, I haven't gone through the the match the league matchups with it. Tell me about it. I wanna I wanna know. Oh my gosh. Going in, so going into uh Monday night, right? I'm down by maybe maybe five points or so to Justin. Mm-hmm. And um I got Evan Ingram, he's got James Connor. You know, I'm feeling pretty pretty bad initially because I'm like, well, James Conner is probably just going to, you know, light it up and do amazing. And then he stunk and only got like six yards rushing or something. Well, yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, yeah he, he hurt. like tweaked his ankle. He got pulled out. Uh, didn't play like the rest of the game beyond the first quarter. And uh, I'm like, great, Evan Ingram, all he needs is like five receptions for, you know, X amount of yards, maybe a TD in there, and I'm golden. I'm going to win. And he ended up getting two receptions for nine yards. He almost had a touchdown yesterday. He almost had a touchdown. <laughs> I don't know if uh, – He had. That You would that would have won you the game. I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah, it that really would have. That would have <laughs> really won you the game. Oh, it was just so frustrating. So, now I got to get talked off the edge because I'm about ready to just drop Evan Ingram. Yeah, so hard, man. the The Kirk Cousins garbage time show really screwed the Seattle defense for it, and you. Oh, it really did. It really did. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, gosh, Kirk Cousins garbage time MVP. That's that's hey, how he made his bread and butter. He's a garbage time QB. Um, <laughs> Jess, how are you feeling? I so going into Monday night, I was I played Zach. Uh, going into Monday night, I was down by 45 points, and I had three players left. He had zero. So I need everybody to average – sorry, I was on by 55 points. I need everybody to average, like, buku points. Mm-hmm. I in five points of Zach. I was so furious. It was like, oh, that would have been the epic comeback that I needed, but my team <laughs> sucked. Carrion Johnson did jack squat against Chicago, but I mean, it's the Lions, so what should I expect? Very disappointing. Man, the yeah. Lions just disappointing all over the last right. time. As usual. One man to lose with three minutes left. What's new? You had Juju show up for you. Oh, yeah, Juju was Noah. huge. You had Noah Fant show up for you. Yeah. All you needed was a little Derrick Henry magic. and uh... No, what I really needed was defense. My defense did jack squat. I got one point for defense. Yeah. I got zero. I thought, yeah, I, it looked like San Fran's defense was going to come through for you there in the first half, but yeah. no. Tyler Magic, baby. Praying for a Murray-sickle. Murray-sickle. Exactly, man. Miracle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Arizona, I think, is going to be a team to watch this year. Yeah. Murray, I, I, and that was against a very a great defense, too, so – Sky's the limit, I oh, think. Yeah. As long as their as long as their D holds up. For the Cardinals? Oh yeah. my So I mean, goodness, they had uh uh I think a great showing, you know. I mean, considering the team they were up against, the former Super Bowl runner ups and a defense like that, I mean, come on. I yeah. 
I, I feel like I'm the odd man out here because uh, I had a great weekend, personally. But <laughs> you did no thanks uh, or all thanks to Russell Wilson. Four TDs from Russ. I mean, when they let Russ cook, great things happen. That was nuts. Just a fact. <laughs> let Russ cook, man. Mr. Unlimited, going all out. Cooking by the book. Dalvin got me some late late points, got me a a solid 21 points. J.K. Dobbins, two touchdowns in his very first game against my Browns. But Mark Andrews lighting lighting the Browns up, making some one-headed snags, my boy. Uh, Slow start, but they ended up balling out last night. And just a, a ty- solid 13 from Tyreek. And, you know, I, that, was, that was all I needed. I, I felt bad. I had Ryan beat that Sunday was still – I had three more, three more players left. So, Jeez. Man, you just pounded it home, didn't you? Yeah. But nobody pounded it home like Matthew Hahn. Oh, my gosh. He uh, crushed oh, it. 160. And that's with, a, like, a lackluster Drew Brees performance, too. Oh, yeah. This with like, a uh... – a team like he had. I mean, he just crushed it, man. I'm looking at his roster right now. I mean, he had, you know, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. He had DeAndre. He had Calvin Ridley, Raheem Mostert. Yeah. I mean, He had four guys get more than 20 points. Yeah. A very top-heavy performance from him, but, I mean, he crushed it. Which wasn't really – I think he's only going to go up. I mean, we might get into it a bit later, but – Marlon Mack went down. He's going to be out for the whole season with an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got Jonathan Taylor on his team. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Well, um, he didn't need the points because he's going against Brian's auto draft team. But uh, that's right. Brian. Auto. Hey, he's still got 84 points. Yeah. The most of that is Devontae was Devontae Adams with his 34. Yeah. <laughs> really had a- that was almost half his points from one guy. Thirty, about thirty-five points. Goodness, yeah. oh gosh. Jonathan Taylor though had a good first game. Yeah, he did. I'm excited too because my, on my team I got CD and he had a pretty solid outing too. No TDs, but he had, he got some big catches. E Lamb. Yeah. Hey man, he did good. I mean. Overall, I was kind of impressed by some of the rookies I saw. You know, even yeah. Jerry Judy got a little bit of action going. Um, yeah, I mean, Ruggs had that Ruggs big, was pretty involved. Yeah, he got that big pass early on. I think he got banged up later, but Judy or yeah, I think he. But I think he's fine. But I did think he got beat up. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely the uh, one, I think one of the favorite targets. You know, yeah. other than probably no fan, but. Uh, Hey, Jess, do you want to trade Noah Fant to me for Evan Ingram? (laughs) It's a good deal. What? Fant did good last night. I'm good. All right. Well, well, you know. Man, Cole, you should have seen Jess. It was like every five minutes last night, I got to check the score. I got to check the score. She's in it. She's fully, uh, fully vested and involved, man. She's got the bug. That's great. You know, because I knew it was going to be score. Close. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good matchup for you. Well, it yeah, just... but I mean, you too. You and Justin also were within three points of each other. <sighs> Man, those are the hardest ones, you know. But like every other game, it was at least fifteen points. 
Jess, yeah, Jess, I'm sure it does you no consolation to know that Josh Allen will never have a performance like that again this season. <laughs> right? He'll, I mean, he will, he'll play the Jets at least one more time, so maybe he will. But That's true. Only... A lot of credit can yeah. be given to the Jets' defense for yeah. that kind of a showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, should we move into the games, go through the matchups, see who uh, we liked in each one there? Sure. All right. Um, I guess we can start with the Thursday night one, Houston and Kansas City. Uh, Cole, do you, uh, what do you see in that game at all? Uh, Patty, Patty, more Patty, just all the love for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we were, we were talking about who might be talking about who's going to be in the MVP race this season. I mean, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, it's him and Lamar just, uh, Race, you know, bat, duking it out. So and Lamar, honestly, I think if Russell can keep up what he did, I mean, he has the I ability, sure, man. But is Pete Carroll going to let him cook? That's, That's the thing. You got to let him cook the entire season. You can't just let him uh, step away from the stove. You know, you got to keep yeah. it, keep it there. You can't keep a good chef out of the kitchen. You can't. Oh, come on. Gosh. Um, but yeah, man. I mean. Lamar Jackson certainly uh, up there. I mean, he had um, very efficient game. I, I mean, I watched the whole game. I watched him just tear the Browns apart, and like Lamar. not like he didn't do that much with his legs outside of escape the pocket a few times, but it was just so accurate and really just Gosh. and just used all his weapons to like their best ability and and that was a that was probably the best passing performance i've seen of him just how he looks so calm so cool and lamar yeah yeah if we can go back to the chiefs and texans game yeah uh, (laughs) before we get off topic big like a really really disappointing for deshaun i mean fantasy wise he's still got 20 but it's i mean i think we all expected a little more and we all certainly did i know if zach was on here he'd probably say that he certainly did I mean, yeah, Deshaun Watson, I'm looking at his stats. He got a rushing TD, which I think really, really helped his score. Um, but, I mean, he had, a you know, one TD and one pick. It's just not going to cut it every week in fantasy if he keeps doing that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, it seemed a little – like when he was getting his points, it seemed a little too little too late as far as his team's success. So, um, What would you think of uh, David Johnson? So really surprising. I was surprised. I was really shocked that David Johnson did as well as he did. I mean, he kind of looks like the David Johnson of old. Yeah, I still think the Cardinals got the better of that trade, but, I mean, at least it looks like they didn't get completely fleeced. Yep, I will agree. He still doesn't – he still has to hold up the rest of the season, and we haven't seen that in two or three years. I think what I found was really interesting is that the um, Texans as a whole, they really didn't run it a lot. No. They really passed way more. I mean – Well, they got down overall, early. I'm looking at the stat line. I mean, they only had like 21 rushes total. 11 yeah. of those went to David Johnson. I mean – Well, they got down early. So, you know, it really kind of limits your playbook there. That's true. That's true. That's it. I think uh, overall, they were more efficient. Like, if you look at people's averages, like the average rushing yards per carry is higher than Kansas City's. Yeah. So, it's receiving yeah. yards her reception is more than Kansas City. It's like they're more efficient and which is kind of surprising because 
you have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is supposed to be this fantastic quarterback. So is he not hitting his passes? Who knows? Well, I think, well, really what it was, I think they, a lot of it was the field position game too. They had, I think they had, had probably on average a shorter field than Kansas, than Texas than Houston did. Yeah. So they didn't have to, and, and, you know, they forced more turnovers too. So sure. I think ultimately they just, they got out to a big league and they didn't have to do much after that. They just had to sit on him, basically. Yeah, I mean, plus the way Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who just kicked down the door of the NFL and said, I'm here, mother effers. You I know. saw Jess shake her head there for a little bit. Just well, yeah, because Zach has him. Yeah. Yeah, that Jess is on the receiving end of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, he crushed it, and he's – very clearly the only running back they are going to be using in Kansas yeah. City. Um, so, yeah, Zach certainly got a, a good piece for him there, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he crushed but at him. the same time, it's super easy to defend against one running back because they don't have many options. Right. So you just cover him with your best defensive person and you limit him. You need more than one running back in order to have a good – Team, really. I think a lot of times I think that um, you know running back committees certainly are more effective. I think you saw it a lot on um, shoot what team had a really big uh, committee this week. I mean, uh, the Indianapolis Colts have always kind of had a running back committee. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at them, they've always had Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines, and now they've got Jonathan Taylor. But uh, Mack's out for the season, and they've got Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. So really. Um, I think they'll probably switch a bit more to Naeem Hines being a receiving back and Jonathan Taylor taking all their early down snaps probably. Um, yeah. Naeem Hines you know, still uh, available in our league. for on the Oh, he is. Yeah. Naeem Hines is on the waivers. Uh, he could very well be. People could have dropped him. People could have not drafted him. If uh, he's there, you should probably pick him up. You should probably pick him up. That's my, my waiver advice, my hot tip. The hot tip this week is get the guy with the most points this week. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to – what? That's how I should strategize is pick up the person on waivers who has the most points in the previous week. and just... Absolutely. They're only going <laughs> to – They're rock, only gonna... like crappy people. Yeah. Yeah. They're only going to keep doing it the same, at week after week. It's, it's completely <laughs> tang- like tangible results you can put in every time. It will never let you down. Oh, yeah. Right. Jess is uh, great at giving us the uh, amateur take and uh, the new, the new player take. You know, totally kidding. I mean, <laughs> is that right? I mean, what she did say is true, though. When you look at all the teams that that are successful, I mean, I can't think of the last team that uh, won a Super Bowl with just like a real like bell cow running back, like a true RB one. You know what I mean? I can't think of one. I can't think of it. Can you? Um. Trying to think here. Uh, who won the Super Bowl last year? Kansas City. Chiefs. Yeah. Right. Duh. <laughs> Kansas City. I mean, they didn't really really have a single one running back that they used last year, it seemed like. I mean, no. they had LaShawn McCoy. They had uh, Damian Williams. Yeah. You know, I mean, Williams so they really – in the Super Bowl, but no one would call him, like, a true, like, running – like, first you – know, No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, though, that – you know, if any team can do it, it's probably Kansas City. And for fantasy purposes, uh, yeah, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a guy you're just going to want out there the whole time. 
probably. Yeah. I uh, you know you know I just I just looked it up. The last team to really win with like a true like running back like a true first string bell cow running back, Seahawks 2013, Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch, yeah, he was definitely one of those running backs. Yeah. Just let him go beast mode. Yeah. Um. All right, we can move on to the, some of the Sunday matchups here. Uh, I think we should definitely highlight the Seattle-Atlanta matchup here. Um, the resurgence of Todd Gurley, new team, new team, new him, new new team, new me, I guess is what you could say. Sure. Uh, and he did, uh, you know, okay. You know, he was clearly their number one back, got really all their rushing touches, Another team that really didn't run a whole lot, but I mean, I think their game plan got really limited. So yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't feel that great about Todd Gurley this year. Yeah, and in our way too early predictions, it, it's hard for me to imagine him uh, staying healthy the whole way with his like his like degenerative knee problems. But yeah, then again, I mean, it they did get down early, so it's hard to they weren't really in a position where they could like just run the ball a ton and chew up clock. So, right. You know, so, but that meant good things for their wide receivers. Um, Calvin yeah. Ridley got almost 30 points. I mean, he Julio. had 130 yards, two TDs. Julio had 157 yards. No, no TDs. Touchdowns, <laughs> of course. Classic, that's Julio. A classic Julio game. Yeah. Getting close to 200 yards with no TDs. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, so that means good things for them and Matt Ryan and, uh, you know, really the rest of that uh, kind of top offensive core, I think. Um, um, thoughts, Jess? What do you got? Oh, sorry. I was distracted by the Brewers game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Watching doing? TV. We're watching baseball. <laughs> it is bases loaded, zero out. It's bottom of four. Braun is up. <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. My bad. Um, I was half listening to Connor. Okay, uh, <laughs> Good amount of yards. Does it do we know who had, who Chris, who has Chris Carson in our league? Um, I can certainly look that up here. Let me check. Uh let's go over here. Uh yeah, another guy that had a great game. Uh, oh, Papa Booth has it. Did he start him? Uh oh yeah. Oh good, good. Of course he does. Yeah. He doesn't make mistakes. No, Papa Booth is, uh, man, he is way too good. Yeah. Um, a lot of Seattle Seahawks players are on the waiver wires is what I'm seeing here on our team. They have four players total that have been on rosters. Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. Right. That's it. Greg Olson is still out there. Um, Carlos Hyde, whatever. Uh, you know, Greg, but, Greg is good for, you know, two or three big games this year. He always is. Yeah, uh, that's true. You know, he wasn't featured a ton. A lot of that came into the fact that he got a touchdown. So, but when Russ is cooking and he's spreading the love, you know, that'll happen. That'll happen. How healthy is Russell Wilson going to stay this year? He's 31 years old. Kind of getting a little bit old. 31, healthy? I mean, he hasn't really had a lot of uh, injury issues the past season, has he, Cole? No, but not that I can think of, but it only takes one. 
So it really does. It takes one. I mean, last season you saw Ben Roethlisberger went down. Patriots ship. Remarkable to watch it unfold. I mean, he signed July eighth. He wasn't even with them all virtual offseason. Is that me? Yeah, I think so. Is that you? Gravitating towards him. Where is this? Where's it coming from? Playing on offense. Oh wait, no, it's me. Oh, just had an add up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was on Russell Wilson's page and it just went rogue. Oh, uh, well, uh, we'll just we'll edit that out. <laughs> what is it? Oh, was that like the Fantasy Focus podcast? I think. I don't know. It was latest videos on the right hand side of the SPN page. Oh. Uh. <laughs> that does it does the same thing to me whenever I'm on like Fantasy Focus or something. It'll start playing like their po- their podcast. So now we've got podcasts in a podcast. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah. I think that's funny. <laughs> please, but, and please don't sue. Right. Um, I mean, for somebody like me who's got a tight end who they might not be thrilled with in a few games, who knows. Uh, it might be worth taking a look at and seeing what happens with Greg Olson and seeing if they continue to let Russ do his thing. And because they let him and he can do this, you know, he certainly spreads it out uh, as much as he can. I mean, there's one, two, three, three different receivers that got TDs. Um, yeah, I mean, might be worth looking at. And I think he'll be someone that'll be around. I don't know. But yeah. Um, what about the. Um, did they play again? Oh, yeah, we already talked about the Atlanta side of the ball there. Um, I guess uh, I'm just looking at all the matchups here. I'm trying to find ones that are a bit interesting to look into. Um, I think we can talk pretty briefly about the Buffalo-New York one. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, that was, seemed like it was all just Josh uh, Allen pretty much. Yeah, it was uh, the Bills' offense was rolling. The Jets yeah. weren't rolling on any side of the ball. That's yeah. <laughs> I hate the Jets mostly just because they have Adam Gase as their head coach. I hate Adam Gase so much. Do you know? Did you hear what he said? No, tell so, me. So, um, Lev Bell, um, I guess is uh, kind of injured right now with a bit of a hammy injury, hamstring. Right. Um. Uh, this freaking idiot, Adam Gase, says that he regrets sending Bell back in after he came off and uh, was injured. Oh. So he got tweaked up, came off, Gase put him right back in there, and now he's on injured reserve. So. Well, it's nice to know he regrets it. I mean. Yeah, at least he regrets it, right? Yeah. But, you know, interestingly enough, I think it opens the door at least for um, Frank Gore, who for some reason – Adam Gase just has this affinity for it. He loved him in Miami. He played him all the time. Now he's with him in uh, good old New York. Frank Gore's son is playing college ball right now. Yeah, he is. Can you imagine if they played on the same team? I just imagine two running backs, a father and son running back duo. That's insane. That's crazy, man. I kind of hope it happens. I hope Frank Gore goes another, like, five seasons. Yeah. (laughs) He's always there. Happened in baseball. Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. played on the Mariners at the same time, and I think they hit home runs in the same game once. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they really did. Nice. 
Um, I don't know if there's much to talk about with the Detroit-Chicago matchup. Are you sure? Are you sure there's not a lot to talk about? Other than what the heck, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, Stafford dropped you a dime right in your bed bread basket, and he just dropped it. What on earth happened? Did he get paid off by Chicago or something? I mean, goodness. Well, you could see his eyes. You saw the eyes. They look up as soon as the ball hits the hand. He looks in the end zone, and he does. He ran before he caught it. He yeah. He did. He just didn't look it in. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. It's your, one thing your, that, uh, that would have been his first TD, right? He didn't score a ru- rushing touchdown that game, did he? Yeah, he had a rushing one. Oh, he did? Okay. He, uh, yeah, he only had eight rushing yards, but one of them was for a touchdown. Just imagine, um, if, like, your first game, you could have gotten a game winner. And... I know. You could have. Gosh. It was, I mean, by far and away, Adrian Peterson was their top rusher. You yeah. know, um, poor Kyrion Johnson is probably – Gonna get phased out quite a lot this season, I think. Um, and interestingly enough, one thing I noticed, depending on how long the Kenny Galladay injury lasts, Quintez Cephas got targeted ten times that game by Matthew Stafford. He only caught three balls for like forty-three yards, but I mean, he was targeted a lot. He was the most targeted receiver out of all of them. And you, and you have uh, to think that if Nick Meekoff was still in our league. Oh, he would have already been off way. Yeah. He would have been drafted, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would have said something like, oh, not only is he a Detroit guy, but he's got a sweet name, Quintez. Cephas. Yeah. Quintez Cephas. And <laughs> the phonetics of it just works so well. Yeah, okay. man. Let's be honest, so. since we're talking about Nick Mikoff, was my first performance for a game better than his? Oh, like, better than oh by far and away. Yeah, by far and away. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, when it comes to fantasy football, you kick Nick Mikoff's ass. Yeah, Nick, I love you, but yeah, you know. <laughs> your your homerism got the best of you. Yeah. Jess, she, it's all business for Jess. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I understand the Lions suck. Like, I mean. <laughs> the first game, and then it's like, nope, same old tricks. She said, wearing her Lions jersey. Uh, it used to be my Lions jersey. Aw, that's cute. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely what I liked. Uh, TJ Hawkins had a great performance. Let's see if it happens again as it did last year where he dominates week one and then uh, falls off a ledge. Who knows? you got to stay healthy. There. He does have to stay healthy. He's got to watch. He's got to stop hurtling people. Yeah. And uh, he can stay healthy. You know? Can you imagine that he and Noah Font were on the same team? Oh, got drafted the same year, the same round. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Everyone thought going into their their last year, everyone thought Font was the better tight end. I remember that a lot. A lot of people were thinking the Lions would pick Noah Font. Um, Oh, we went with TJ Hoxter. Um, Yeah. Not much else, I think, to talk with this game. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky, pure garbage time, three TDs in the fourth quarter. Garbage time that turned into winning time. I mean, garbage time that turned into winning time. You look, a W is a W, man. But uh, it's mid season, baby. You got to love it. It is absolutely shocking to me. He did not get benched after the first half and Nick Foles came out. I have got to be honest with you. I cannot believe it. Yeah. You know, it's, 
you draft a quarterback in the first round, you know, those GMs and coaches are basically married to them. So yeah, it doesn't work out. True. If it doesn't work out, true. you know, they're getting the ax too. So Oh yeah, man. I mean, I don't even know who to think is like his top receiver here. Like it's so spread out. I mean, Anthony Miller did the best. But I mean, I don't even know. He just I mean, Robinson's was, the mo- their most talented. I mean, he's one of the Robinson's best receivers. By in the far, their most talented. You know, Jess, you have him. He's by far their best receiver. You but know, he's, Anthony he's, you Miller's know, he's not happy right now, and and he's. I mean, he like most people are fed up with their ineptitude. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a huge question for their team. Like, are they going to keep Trubisky going down the line? Are they going to bench him eventually for Foles? Who's Foles going to like to target? I don't know. I don't like the Chicago offense, like, at all. Yeah. Well, Not that probably, I like the uh, Lions one either, but my goodness. <laughs> well, let's be well. Let's be honest. I mean, you're not going to – the the Bears are not going to be able to repeat that performance. I mean – No. You don't get to play – no one gets to play the Lions every week, so. No, but they do get to play them twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's – yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. Next up, we got Green Bay, Minnesota. Um, holy offensive uh, shootout, apparently. I mean, initially it seemed like the Green Bay defense was doing a pretty great job, and then I think the second half happened. It just yeah. uh, became like anybody's game. I mean, Devontae Adams went off. Well, I don't think um, – yeah. I mean, it, Green Bay it seemed like they had the game in hand, but, you know, Minnesota, gar- you know, team garbage time, you know. Speaking of garbage time, yep. Um, but you know, by Mr. Cousins. Cousins. Um, initially, I thought, hey, maybe Minnesota is a great team to look at with these wide receivers. Beyond Adam Thielen, I mean. Thielen got a lot of targets. Thielen got, Thielen got like all the targets. Justin yeah. Jefferson is just a non-factor. You know, I thought maybe he'd be involved a bit more since they don't have Stephon Diggs anymore. Um, I'm looking at Kirk Cousins. He threw the ball 25 times total. Mm. Um, only made 19 of them, but by far and away, the majority of them went to Adam Thielen, and I just don't think it's going to go away from that much, to be honest with you. I think he hit Thielen more than he has last, like, than he did last year. Like, last year, they were never on the same page. It seemed like they were always, like, I don't know if Thielen was Butterfingers last year, but I don't. I think I think he got he was banged up a little bit last year. I think and Thielen was I think a little bit banged up. I know they kind of went through a bit of a rough patch where like you could see him like arguing on the sidelines. Thielen was like yelling at Kirk, Kirk to throw him right or something. I don't know, but uh, Kirk's on the waivers. I'd uh, I'd keep him there. That's what I would do. But he's a local boy. Come on. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I have Lamar. So, yeah, so Connor, yeah. you're going to ask, uh, totally not a fuckboy Aaron Rodgers just lit, oh, just yeah. played out of his mind. He did, man. He had four TDs as well. I mean, if you're looking him and uh, Russell, let's see here. Russell barely squeaked out above him. I mean, yeah. Aaron Rodgers with the QB2 by, like, yeah, like less than a full point. Um, nope, 1.02 points. He there was the QB2. Goodness gracious. 
yeah, he did a really good job. Um, I don't know if that's the Minnesota defense that has just sucked or if they lost uh, their best. Yeah, well, they traded away their best pass rusher in Everson Griffin, and yeah, what do you know? I think they, uh, yeah, they really suffered on the uh, defensive front. So, and lucky for Aaron Rodgers, they play Detroit next week. So, other one. Hey. They were not down to Detroit a single second last year, but they won twice. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? But they were down to Detroit for every single minute, second of a game. They lost to the very it. end. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Um, who else was I looking at here? Marquez Valdez, Scanley came in there. Uh, he's on the waivers in our league. He got targeted like six times, had almost 100 yards in a TD. Um, I don't know. Do you think that Marquez might come in there as a wide receiver two option for Aaron? I mean, sure. Why not? I think it's open. I think yeah. it's possible. I know there's been talks that uh, Aaron Rodgers really doesn't like Marquez sometimes. Um, Who does Aaron Rodgers like? Um. I don't know. Whoever he's dating at the time, probably. Might be it. I mean, he likes Lazard, Alan Lazard. I mean, he had a great game, so. Oh, yeah. Alan Lazard, too, I mean, had a great game. I mean, they're both options that I think are just, you know, good for the taking out there in Green Bay with, um, you know, Devontae Adams there. Yeah. Who's going to take the majority of the secondary's attention. I mean, really opens it up for both of them to – um, get some TDs on the red zone, things like that. So, yeah. Um, Miami and New England. Oh boy, Cam Newton, new team. Who dis? Uh, Cam Newton. Let me find this. Uh, there we are. Cammy Newton. He um, did not pass a lot, no. but he rushed a ton, and he got himself two TDs. Yeah. Um, a very different kind of New England offense that I'm not used to seeing. Um, normally, they just chuck the ball all the time. Well, they've uh, – yeah. I think – I don't know. I think this might actually work. Cause, like, yeah, I think so. They're not doing – like, they're incorporating more zone read and design, like, runs – but they're not. It's it's the same scheme. It's just using Cam as the runner, basically, and they're adding another blocker with the running back. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. I think, you know, by far and away, he's going to be their best fantasy player. I think every every week. I mean, yeah. I if they're going to pass as little as they did, I don't think Julian Edelman's going to be that impressive. I don't think you're going to get a lot of Nikhil Harry. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't think that there's going to yeah. be a lot of value in players on New England other than Cam Newton this year. And you can hear, hear it from me. Uh, personally, never trust a New England running back. So you, they'll never work out for you. The, the week you start them, they'll get maybe four or five touches, and then Rex Burkhead gets 20 carries. So Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I yep. mean – on the other side of the ball in Miami, uh, nothing. No. <laughs> nothing at all there. No Fitz magic. 
Uh, not a single uh, ounce of Fitz magic. Uh, listen oh. to this. He had three interceptions and less than 200 passing yards. I mean, goodness gracious. So, the man sucked. I'm saying Tua starts week five. What do you think? I uh, It might be sooner, I think. I would probably say maybe week four or three, okay. depending on how many interceptions he throws in the next game. Jess, what about you? Um, I'm going to say week four, but I think he is going in as a late-game sub in week three. Okay. 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 I mean – Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you suck so bad, at some point you got to pull your goalie. Like, Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, also worth noting, Nick Meekoff, fan favorite, Zach Zenner, plays for the Miami Dolphins now. Um, I think we just got to give a shout-out to Zach Zenner. We love you, Zach. From South Dakota. Uh, also, Kayvon Frazier's team. So, Kayvon. Oh, he plays for them now? He plays for the uh, Dolphins now. Oh, good oh, man. Kayvon. Good friend. Grand Rapids listening. Kayvon, Kayvon Frazier. Yeah, man. Um, come on by the podcast. Maybe throw us a couple uh, passes to some Miami Dolphins games. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. Next season. Don't next season? Them? Not this well, season? Yeah, we can travel. Oh, yeah. We can't travel. Yeah, we can travel in the United States. <laughs> Yeah, but are there fans at games? Connor, you have a child. Oh, What's that? You have a child. Eh, He's got grandparents. For that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to Philadelphia versus the Washington football team. Ooh. Man, did Carson uh, Wentz stink it up? Carson Wentz was terrible in this game. Uh, he through two picks, 270 yards. I mean, his number – their number one player in fantasy was Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I mean, who saw that coming? And Miles Sanders got hurt, didn't he? Very early, yeah. right? He is out, I think, for quite a while. I'm trying to look at the news thing here. Um, yeah, he got a hamstring injury. They called him, like, right before the game, I thought. They called hmm. him. They said he wasn't going to play. Um, you know, Alshon's out. I don't know how much longer he'll be out. I might be dumping him. We'll see. Jalen Rager did not do as much as I thought he would. Um, he literally had one catch for 55 yards. They tried to get it to him, but, like, they kept trying to throw bombs, but Wentz cannot. Yeah. Wentz, I think, I think his injuries took a lot out of him. I don't think he can throw it as far as he used to. He's never been the same. Never yeah. been the same. He's never been the same since he busted that. What was his ACL, I think? Yeah. Yeah, he used to be good, even, like, getting out of the pocket, too, and, like, avoiding tackles, getting some rushing yards. He just can't do it anymore. I mean, I think that – I mean, just kind of uh, a stark decline for uh, Carson Wentz. We, we talk a lot about how, uh, the um, – how much medicine has, has improved in, in, like, the fifth – in, like, the modern era of football and how knee injuries can be, like, replaced – I mean, knee injuries can be, like, healed, like, within, like, a, a, a reasonable timetable. But, I mean, look what happened to RG3. I mean, his knee exploded. And yeah. after that incredible rookie year and could never get it going again. And, yeah. I mean, Wentz, 
it's hard to not like not it wasn't well it might not have been as severe it's it's hard for me not to think about those two and just how they have just not been able to put it together since then so i mean i think uh carson wentz is on brett's team yeah brett has carson wentz but i mean i think if you're out there and you have carson wentz i would probably drop him and pick up even somebody like Kirk cousins or I mean, you know, Teddy Bridgewater might be available in some leagues. Gardner Minshew is probably around. I would probably drop Carson Wentz like he's hot or try and trade him just off the name. (laughs) Maybe. Get Minshew Minshew Mania running wild. He had a great game. Let's talk about the Jags game. All right. Let's go to the Jags. Let's go to the Jags. Um, Jags. They They played Indianapolis. Um, Did they play Indianapolis? Yeah. Uh, yep, Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. They okay. won by seven, man. Phillip Rivers um, had a pretty good game. Uh, but blew it. Well, I guess Phillip Rivers blew it in the fourth quarter, if you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like he, uh, he should probably play for the Lions next. He'd mm-hmm. fit right in. Um, yeah, I mean, let's talk. We can talk about Jacksonville here first. Um, you know, Garner Minshew crushed it. He's still probably available on a lot of waivers. Um, didn't pass a ton. Through three TDs, though, um, very efficient. 19 yeah, and yeah. 20. Efficient. It, like, that's the name of the game right now. Because he, yeah. man, look. 19 just like, passes. And, or, sorry, 20 passes, 19 completions. God, and, imagine Mike Leach watching his golden boy throw only 20 passes in a great win. He's got to be pulling his hair out. He did nuts. He did, he did so good. Um Personally, very disappointed in Chris Thompson. I thought he would do a lot more with the absence of uh, Leonard Fournette this year. Um, but it looks like they've kind of invested in James Robinson to be their back guy here. Um, he definitely got pretty much all the uh, all the work. Chris Thompson was limited to just two receptions. That was about it. Um, yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about with the Jags? Not really. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about, you know, how the Colts are going to use their two running backs now. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Jess? I got nothing. Yeah. I think the only thing to mention with that is probably try to pick up Naeem Himes if you can. I mean, he'll probably be involved a whole lot more. He was involved a ton in that game. Got a rushing and a passing TD, so – Look him up if you can. Worth noting. Um, let's see. We want to talk about anything with Vegas and Carolina. I mean, really Teddy good Bridgewater, game. really good, good game. Teddy looked up, look. Teddy looked pretty good. Um, I mean, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs by far. Oh man, uh, Derek Carr <laughs> sucked. I think. Um, gosh. What else here? I think definitely by far Vegas is going to win games on the legs of Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's just what it's going to come down to with them. Uh, Josh Jacobs is definitely the guy to have for their team. I'm not really interested in anybody else. Maybe Henry Ruggs because he was involved uh, a good amount. Nelson Aguilar had one target, one catch, one touchdown. So, that always is nice for fantasy value, but don't pick him. 
extremely efficient. Yeah, extremely efficient. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with the Vegas Raiders? New, new team, new stadium, new uh, home city. It's just weird to have Las Vegas have a football team. Yeah, that's very weird to say that. Two but, Vegas, I mean, yeah, two Vegas franchises popping up in the last five years. Um, they need a they need a baseball team and like a basketball team now. I think it's a perfect spot for them. Yeah, actually, baseball that's kind of a baseball hot spot. The I think the the a Vegas basketball team would be so dominant because all these NBA players coming in for a road game, like oh, man. like who haven't been home in a week, get exposed <laughs> to the Vegas nightlife. Can you imagine if the an uh, NBA bubble was in Vegas? Rather than Orlando, oh man, you see a lot more strippers brought in instead of <laughs> or two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good for them. Um, <laughs> Cole, do you have any thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater uh, down in Carolina? Um, he played fairly well. He, he didn't lose in the game, as far as I know. But I didn't watch it. No, I mean, I think he did pretty good. I think he's one of those quarterbacks that could be available in some leagues if uh, you need him. Um, I think he's really got a shot here to show that he can be a starting QB. You know, he had his chance in Minnesota and kind of lost that through no fault of his own. And yeah, got a time to shine in uh, New Orleans last year and earn himself this contract in Carolina. So I think he's really going to be fighting for that. Uh, you know, show and prove that he can be, you know, a franchise quarterback somewhere. That's a good way to trans to segue here because uh, the Saints and Bucks. I got to tell you, really disappointed. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, Brady, um, let's just be honest, did not look good at all. This game got hyped up so high. You know, oh, it's the Battle of the Hall of Famers. You know, it's it's Breeze versus uh, Brady. They got like the same amount of career touchdown passes, or they're like five off from each other or something. You know, it's. You know, who's going to be victorious? And ah, it just wasn't that great of a game. I mean, Breeze was really subpar. Um, you know, Tom Brady really just wasn't that much of a factor. I mean, he threw a couple picks and he got himself a rushing TD. But without that rushing TD, I mean, he's like just kind of an average quarterback. He would have been right down there with Breeze. So, yeah. I mean you have to talk about their age they're both skewing the age of the entire system because they're both over 40 how often yeah. do you see a football player who's over 40 years old not very no. old no. but that's the funny thing is when there is a player that's over 40 they're considered a legend you know i mean just think of the ones that have played that have been over 40 you know you got brett Favre, you got peyton manning you know jason hansen jason a kick, a kicker yes a kicker Best. kickers our people. Best scorer yeah. in Lions history. We're really going to try and encourage Hudson to be a kicker. You know. He's getting <laughs> it down. Kickers are people too. He's Except learning how to kick. He thinks soccer because he likes to flop after he kicks. <laughs> Good for him. Um, <laughs> He'll be one thing, one thing I noticed that's kind of interesting. Um, O.J. Howard was one of the top targets for Tom Brady outside of Chris Godwin. So maybe Tom's found his new yeah. Rob Gronkowski, possibly. How do you feel about that, Jess? Rob Gronkowski. 
<laughs> you can't have a new Rob Gronkowski when you have Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski was a non-factor this game. He had 11 yards. That's it. He, he sucked. I can tell you who the new Rob Gronkowski is, if you don't mind. All right. That would be Mark Andrews. Rob, Mark Andrews probably is the new Rob Gronkowski. I mean, just looked like an absolute beast last week. He was a beast last week. He stormed in last year, you know, said, forget about Kittle and Kelsey. You come get me, you yeah. know. Just making one-handed catches like it's his – well, it is his job. But um, <laughs> he – just look great. I mean, maybe I'm a little biased, you know, Boomer Sooner. But uh, I, yeah, I am so – I was kind of skeptical. Like, uh, did, I, did I let my emotions get the best of me by drafting Mark Andrews? And so far, week one, I was proven right. I'm a genius. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a golden god. And you, dear listener, are a troll named Rod. I definitely think it paid off for you, you know. Draft with your heart. It helps when it's Mark yeah. Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one other thing I found interesting, Leonard Fournette did jack squat. So he got like – I saw him do like one rush where he uh, bowled into a guy like <laughs> nine yards – like picking up like nine yards, and then I didn't see a single carry from him for the rest of the game. Well, if he picked up nine yards, he had five total yards. Oh. Um, so <laughs> his other four rushes might not have been that successful. Yeah, that's looking like Saquon last night. Oh, that was terrible. That was horrible. Um, I think what we can do, we can probably jump ahead to the New York-Pittsburgh matchup if you want. Sure, why not? Um, yeah. Um, that game, oh, my goodness. Don't play a running back against Pittsburgh's defense, like, ever. No. Is what I learned. My I mean, goodness. Saquon. Could Saquon got contained, play. man. He had six rushing yards. He was in the negatives most of the game. Yeah, he was in the negatives. Can you believe that? Um, Thank goodness he had 60 receiving yards. Otherwise, he would have been just – I mean, he still wasn't that great of an option for fantasy, but my goodness. And who picked the Steelers' oh. defense? Yeah, boy. You did? Yeah. Which, yeah, honestly, they looked like – it wasn't even – they only got me 10 points last night, which is, like, good, but, like, like – That it, was – see, yeah. it's interesting. Normally, at the, at the end of a football game is where you see all the garbage time play. Mm-hmm. This was, like, right away from the beginning, just a bunch of garbage time play. I mean, both teams' offenses were just terrible. I don't know if it was because James Conner couldn't rush it or what happened. Well, he, got, he got injured early. And yeah. uh, my, uh, a guy I really like, Benny Snell, I mean, he, he, did, he did really well the rest of the game. Um, they didn't really – they got up – once they got up two scores, I mean, it was pretty much ball game. I mean – Daniel Jones looked good at times, and but he, like young quarterbacks do, has a tendency to turn the ball over. And yeah, I mean, like I said, I got Ingram on my team. I don't know if he and Daniel Jones just weren't on the same page, but it seemed like every time Ingram had a ball that was thrown at him, it was not catchable, or the defender was like just hounding him for it. I mean, I was. Not too happy that he couldn't do anything for me. I think but. they might have had Fitzpatrick on him a lot. 
And well, did you see there was one pass? It was like, oh, the announcer was like, oh, why didn't he try and grab that with two hands or something? Like, he just tried to one-hand it, but he yeah. used two. And but he, the defender was, like, holding the glove-like yeah. strap of his yeah. other hand. Oh, man. That annoyed me. I thought, I, had, I thought that was great. Because <laughs> there's so – there was, like – there was a really – a phantom P.I. call that uh, Ingram picked up, I think. Yeah. And, like, it just looked like a really good defensive play and got a P.I. on a third down. And then Daniel Jones, the very next player, throws that long touchdown. Yeah. And – yeah, so maybe, yeah, man. So maybe a little karma, I guess, but probably a little bit. Darius Slayton uh, is uh, certainly it seems like his favorite target, um, and likely will be. I mean, it's kind of tough to figure out is Sterling Shepard or Darius Slayton going to be the guy that gets the majority yeah. of the work every week. Slayton got the TD, but I think Sterling got most of the targets of them. Correct? If, if um. Yeah. Well. Sterling got six targets. He caught all of them. Um, Slayton got nine, but he only caught six. Still oh. two TDs okay. and 102 yeah. yards. It helps, though, when you have, like, a bomb TD. Yeah. Like that early on. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't even know what to do now with those boys. What am I going to do with you, Ingram? What am I going to do with you? I stay the course for now, you know. I always do this. I panic every year when it comes to the tight end. I don't know why it's the tight end. But it's always the tight end I panic with. Um, I want to jump back a quick hot sec um, and talk about Los Angeles and Dallas. Rams and the uh, Cowboys. What's up with Cam Akers, Cole? Uh, yeah, did not get a lot of love. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch. Mo- I only watched the first quarter. I, I I had to go to bed after that. But um, I had work. Ah, it's just baffling to me. I mean, he get he got like all the work. He only got thirty nine rushing yards though, and they didn't really use him at all as a receiver. What I what I what I saw out of him is like I think he he has a very uh, quick burst. I don't think he was seeing the holes. I think he was just you know shooting the first gap he saw and then just going plowing forward full speed yeah so well oh i'm sorry i have to correct myself malcolm brown got the most work he had 18 carries cam Akers at 14 mm. so i mean you know malcolm brown got 79 yards and two touchdowns which will put him way up there but so he he could be their favorite back that they have in uh in uh rams country he's another guy that's on the waivers so. I think uh, I think Cam uh, has a ton of potential. I think I'm sure he'll get more, used more and more as the as the year goes goes on. So uh, I still Stay have the course. Yeah. How All did right. you feel about Dak's performance, Jess? It was fantastic. Yeah. That was my quick answer. Okay. Quick one. Me... It's not Josh Allen, but it got me points. Yeah. I feel like against yeah. a, a team that a, a not that doesn't have Aaron Donald, he probably would have had a much better game. But Jalen Ramsey too. Yeah, Donald Ramsey, just a great, just a. I mean, by far and away, the Rams have some of the better defensive players out there. So, but I mean, you know, C.D. Lamb got some work. Yeah. Uh, Mari Cooper, of course, got the uh, the bulk there, and then uh, you know. There's Zeke, who's just going to be 
I think right around that area, probably every week. So. How many points did he get? He got 26. He got a uh, receiving TD, a rushing TD, um, and about 130 yards total. Yeah, I think as far as skill, like, you know, their top four skill players, you know, your X, your Y, your Z receiver, and your running back, and your quarterback, uh, the Cowboys were probably the most talented just overall. But it's just yeah. who's going to get touches so that week. So. Yeah, it really is going to depend on who gets those touches. And it's interesting them having a coach like Mike McCarthy who came from Green Bay where it was like, oh, just throw the ball all the damn time because Aaron Rodgers can just throw it to whoever and uh, get the team to jump off sides and then bomb it downfield, whatever. <laughs> um, to this team where they've got this star running back that they definitely have to use and – probably one of the better receivers still in the league. Um, probably one of the better backup receivers in the league with Michael Gallup. And then probably one of the better rookie receivers with CD lamb. I mean, they are, it's baffling to me how much talent is on that wide receiving core. And they only got one receiving touchdown and it was their running back. Yeah. Got it. But man, they have so much, uh, so much potential there. Yeah. Um, any other matchups you really want to highlight? You want to take a look at Cole? Not really. I think the, like the the Chargers Bengals was kind of a snoozer outside of uh, Burrow's touchdown. So yeah. Um, by you, Jess. Any uh, matchups you really want to look at? Not really. No. No, there's a fight going on in baseball right now. Oh really? <laughs> That's always exciting. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can't mess with Yadier Molina. Is Yadier Molina? That's like. Um, okay, I can, I can let's do a quick, um, let's do a quick, like, each one of us talk about somebody who we think could be uh, a good waiver option to pick up this week. Um, Cole, do you want to kick us off? Sure, one second. No pun intended. I will go last. Okay. <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit about Naheem Hines. Um, I think at this point... Like, available in Arlade right now. Uh, Malcolm Brown's still available. I think his touches are going to decrease as the season goes on. I am holding out that Cam Akers will be good. Um, You know what? Pick up Gardner. Get Minshew Magic, baby. Believe in it. Yeah. Believe, in the believe in the stash. <laughs> I would agree with that. That efficiency is just, oh, man. Ooh, I look at that, and I just see – Oh, man, I just wish he could have made that one extra catch or that one extra pass so he could have been a perfect 20, you know? Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, I would definitely uh, pick up Gardner if you got a quarterback that's suffering, like Carson Wentz or something get, like yeah. that. They get uh, Miami at Joe. home uh, at, in week three, then they go to Cincinnati week four. I think he could be a – I think he'd be a great pickup. Yeah, I mean – even if, uh, like, Jess, this is for you, possibly. He might be somebody to look at picking up. I mean, I know you got Stafford, and Stafford's pretty good with, you know, throwing it long, getting some yards. He's normally good at, at being on pace for 5,000 yards, like, every season. Um, but, you know, it depends on who he's got to throw to. So, Garner might not be somebody you should overlook. Just uh, throwing that out there for you. Um I don't know. Well, it's up to you. It's up to you. I mean, I have Dak Prescott. Do I really need 
Connor? That's true. You do have Dak Prescott. Matthew Stafford's not my number one. Sorry, I was looking. <laughs> we can edit that part out then, you know. <laughs> no, we keep it in. Come on. <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping it in. I'm for sure keeping it in. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. Who do I think is a good um, pickup for uh, waivers? Let me take a look at who we got available, at least in our league. Um, yeah, in my in our league, you know, top of our waivers is Malcolm Brown. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and this is going to be one that you might want to pick up but don't play right away. I'm definitely going to go with Quintez Cephas. Okay. Lions. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you're, you're a madman. I'm a madman. I'm a crazy madman. He got 10 targets um, out of all of Stafford's um, passing there. He was most targets. He ended up getting the most fantasy points uh, of, of all the available wide receivers. Excuse me. Um, let me look up the rest of the stats here. Um, he wasn't far off pace from Marvin Jones. <coughs> um, you know, Danny Amendola just caught more balls. Um, Quintus Cephas was a big long ball target for Stafford. Um, one of those guys that has speed and can definitely get downfield behind defenders. He's just got to work on catching the actual ball this time. Right. That is the most important part. He had a few yeah. big drops, which kind of suck, but I think he's somebody – you pick him up, you drop someone that you drafted in your last two rounds or something, you know, you keep him on your bench. Maybe Kenny Galladay, you know, is out for a good period of time and Quintez can pe- pick it up. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold and uh, go with uh, Quintez Cephas. So that's just my two cents. Anybody you like Jess? Um, hmm. I mean, we've talked about Naheem Hines. I'm almost tempted to look at a defense, honestly. Oh, really? I am. I think I'm wondering how the wildfires are going to affect the air quality in San Francisco. Mm. I have a 49ers defense. Um, I don't know how long these wildfires are supposed to last. I don't know if that had an effect on their game, but I know it's been, been delaying baseball games. And it's hard to play when you can't breathe. You, you know, if, if I could, Jess, if I could talk rookies for a second, the Washington defense, they had their number one pick was Chase Young. His first game, he gets a strip sack. That might, you know, I, you might see some, uh, some improvement there. So, I, think, I think they could be a steal. Yeah. I might pick up a defense, put them on my bench for a week and see how they do, and then sub them in. I would agree. I mean, they did go against a Philly team that was pretty depleted in their offensive options. But, you know, you can't argue with the power that they've got in their defensive line, especially with um, their number one pick, Chase Fields, up there. Yeah. Yeah. um okay so we talked a little bit about waivers um bold predictions guys and girl guy and girl that's fine guys can be gender neutral 
Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I just remember there was a professor at Calvin who didn't want to call us all guys because it wasn't gender neutral or whatever. I don't know. So I try work. to be proper. What? We have that at work too. It was part of our like harassment or something like that. Oh yeah. Training. I don't know. I was like, um, pretty <laughs> sure hey guys is like Midwest slang. Gotcha. Like <laughs> <laughs> we also hey y'all, we say hey guys. All right. Bold all right, bold predictions. Um I've got two ideas for bold predictions here. Uh, let's start off with the first one we had talked a little bit about. Who's your bold prediction for the Super Bowl? Early, early on, only one week down. Who do you guys think might win the Super Bowl out of this uh, first impression? Do you want me to make a bold prediction? Just any any prediction. It can be a okay. safe one. Well, so I think the matchup. So uh, just after one week, um, I'm going to say the Chiefs. And the Seahawks. That's my, that's my, that's my pick for right now. As of right now, week one. Chiefs versus Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Ah, that's pretty big. You know, I think a lot it's going to come down to if they let Russ cook. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you, Jess? So, I wouldn't mind seeing Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh, without Tom Brady? Is it because without of Tom, Tom Brady, Brady? Without Gronk. Hmm. Can they think, without Tom Brady, who has been there for 20 years? I don't know. I'd like to see it happen. I would root for that Patriots team. That could be pretty interesting. I mean, especially, you know, I think it would just give credence to that. Um, you know, Bill Belichick is probably one of the best coaches ever, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. Um, so you got the pass. I'm going to go pretty bold here. Um, maybe not super bold, but I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy. I think they're going to make it. I think their first appearance after, um, Peyton Manning. Um, would it be? Yeah. I think think at least in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just looking at their schedule coming up here. They play the Vikings, who got shredded. They play the Jets, who got shredded. They play the Bears, who maybe didn't get shredded, but whose offense probably can't do a lot. Uh, they played the Browns, who could be a bit of a challenge, depending on how they end up doing. They play the Bengals. They play the Colts. And then they play the Ravens. Or, sorry, they play, they play the Lions. The they play the Lions after the Bengals. And then they play the Ravens. So their real major test of a team probably doesn't come until early November, mm-hmm. uh, in which case they could probably be uh, poised for a very strong record. Um, I'm just looking at the rest of their division. I think that they can edge out the Texans. I think that the Titans might give them a run for their money. Um and then I think there's the Jaguars, too, who, you know, they've lost to, but they play them the very last game of the season, um, which that was a close game. I mean, I think that they could still pull it off. I think they just got to get it through. But I think they could win their division. Uh, if not win, I think they could 
certainly make a case with a wild card given how cupcake of a schedule they have at the beginning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, next, I had a second bold prediction. Um, goodness gracious, I can't honestly remember what it was. <laughs> rookie? What's that? MVP? Rookie? No, it wasn't MVP. Oh, gosh. It was a really good one, too. Man, I can't remember it. I'm so sorry. Um, if you want, we could try MVP. Who do you think? Early predictions? Way too early predictions for MVP. What do you think, Cole? You know what? I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah. That's somebody that hasn't been talked about a lot for uh, MVP spot. No, I think I think if, if we're going to do a bold prediction, I think Rodgers might if he keeps playing angry and pissed off every week and, and it get and it winds up effective. They have, their division is up for grabs. You can go to anybody this year, even the Lions. But mm-hmm. uh, I think none of none of those teams are. Ex- I I feel are very good. I would say. I think most they're at most weeks that all four of them are pretty mediocre. But if Rodgers, we've seen Rodgers, you know, he has the ability to torch any defense at any at any time. So if he can do, if he can, not, well, he's not going to sustain the production he had this week for the next, you know, 16, 15 games. But you know, if he continues to be efficient and you know just bombing and just chucking the ball downfield and actually getting results this could be you know comeback season i think so um i could agree with that the nfc north is definitely up for grabs i mean anybody could take it um i think it really just depends i think seeing the game last uh this past week i think that you know the packers are probably the favorite for it um just with how their offense performed and how poorly the defenses of all the other teams performed um yeah that's a good pick i think um by you jess uh i'm gonna go with lamar jackson Ooh, repeat champion i love it he can can throw he's He's off to a hot start he's got weapons he's he's loaded this year He's he young, so loaded. he's not going to tire out as quick. That's just me. Yeah. It is cold because <laughs> it doesn't green bag. Um, and think about nah. that. I, I think that's a good pick. I mean, you know, I think if anybody can repeat it, it's probably him. I mean, he is loaded up and ready to go, man. I mean, he really is. Um, it would be really funny if uh, Mahomes wins the MVP, but then uh, Lamar wins the Super Bowl. That would be. <laughs> I want to hear. Like I want Zach to eat crow on that because he's like, oh, well, MVP doesn't matter. No one cares about MVP. Doesn't mean anything. It's like, well, I guess in, the, in like, uh, if you want to be practical about it, but it's still like being recognized by like anyone who's who like has an important voice in the game as the very best in the league. So, yeah. And then it's like, well, um, what did he do in the playoffs? He he shat the bed immediately, Patty. Brings home the Super Bowl. I would love to hear what he says when the opposite, if the opposite were to happen. Now, do you think it's possible at all that a running back 
could get the MVP this year? Or do you think it's pretty far gone in a way? It's probably going to be a quarterback. I mean, history says it's going to be a quarterback. Um, I mean, if you – like, Josh Jacobs had an incredible performance, and I don't know if he'll uh, if he'll be able to repeat that, kind of sustain that over the course of the season. But, I mean – that you know that division too is up for grabs if the if the Raiders have a, a playoff year and he continues to be like a a bell cow running back and can uh, carry that team to the playoffs he might have a chance yeah and one non quarterback to win MVP since two thousand seven yeah has named the player and their team it was Adrian Peterson for the Vikings yep there you go. I'm also looking at a list right now. You are? I am. Yeah, because I wanted to see how many running backs have won it recently. And, I mean, there's only been three since 2005 that have won it. I I knew that just because I knew that was the year – because I knew AD won it after he blew his leg out the year before. So, I mean, history suggests quarterback. um, I think if a running back could do it, it's probably going to be – Christian McCaffrey or maybe Clyde Edwards Alaire if he can put up week after week of amazing performance. Um, so that, but, that that brings up a question. So not only a running back, a rookie running back. Rookie running back, yeah. So that could be a good segue. Who's going to win rookie uh, offensive and defensive rookie of the year? Oh yeah, man. I mean, I think probably by far and away, I think it's going to be Clyde Edwards Edwards Alaire as the offensive rookie MVP. As of right would, now, he is. For sure. What's that? As of right now, he is, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Jimmy yeah. Burrow looked pretty looked okay. He didn't screw up like that bad in the Bengals game or anything. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could – He, you know, he has the all the weapons and potential to get better. Uh, I'm sure we'll see Tua sooner rather than later. So – I would yeah. say so. And as far as um, – yeah, I don't know. I mean, as far as defensive MVP goes, I mean, rookie of the, or defensive rookie of the year, I mean, I guess you I, – I don't – it's – I'm going to say Chase Young. Why not? I I'd probably say Chase Young too. I mean – It's not It's not a brave or, like, educated answer other than the fact that I knew he had a strip sack his very first game. But – I mean, I could see him having a season like uh, Nick Bosa did last year. Oh, yeah. I really he, do. Everyone said, like, when he was on Ohio State, oh, this guy's even better than Nick, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sweet. Anything else you guys want to talk about? We want to look at next week? Um, let's, uh, let's each give a player we think we should watch next week. What do you think? Oh, I was thinking, like, a team, but okay. A we're, team? Going, we're running a little long. We're already at an hour yeah. and a half, it looks like. Yeah, we're running a bit long. One and a half. Um, I think we got a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, what do you guys think? I think so. Yeah. All right. Lions gonna do next week. Losing the fourth quarter again. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sweet. Well. Uh. I guess I don't know. Cole, do you want to sign us off? Um, where can we follow everybody on Twitter? 
Oh, yeah. Well, you can follow the podcast at Gut Check Garage on Twitter. And I think it's at Gut Check Garage on Instagram as well, I think. Um, you can fo- follow me at Cute Dumb Boy on Twitter. And uh, start CD this week. I'm starting CD. It's Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta's defense sucks. Start CD. Jess, where can people uh, find you? On Twitter, I am JessBach92. J-E-S-S-Bach with only 1K, 92. And on Insta, I am JBach37, I think. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, my handle is at Connor underscore Bacher, C-O-N-N-O-R underscore B-A-K-K-E-R. Um, I do not have a Instagram uh, or really any other social media stuff. So take a look at me on Twitter. I do a lot of following. Not a ton of tweeting, but uh, I'm trying to start getting a bit more involved. I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's it. We will uh, see you all next time around. Later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.